0: another level of the we suck at everything podcast we hope everyone had an amazing week in the gaming arena Uh, you of course are joined by your four hosts as always he is our retro gamer dad ben and she is our switch farming master heather of course we are also joined by our queen slayer hannah and as always your commanding general of the army myself bryce uh ben how was your week in the gaming arena
1: good morning uh it was kind of slow um started new career field this week so a very very busy week so hoping things will slow down soon so i can get some more gaming time in um but uh i got A few hours in, some good retro stuff that I'll be talking about um, when I do my gaming talk. So,
0: right on. I like to hear it. Glad you're enjoying the new job. It's always good to hear. Uh, Heather, how was your week in the gaming arena?
2: Um, It's good. I had a little bit more time to play, and um, I've just been grinding out some Animal Crossing, which um, I'll talk about a little later on.
0: Ooh, Animal Crossing, right on. Get to learn a little bit about that. I've seen the kids play it. I've heard a little bit of some fan conspiracy about it as well. So i be interested to talk about some Animal Crossing today. Uh, my queen, how was your week in the gaming arena?
3: Um, it was pretty good. I got to pull out our old Xbox or my old Xbox and connect it to my monitor and get to play with it and things like that so it was fun to go back to those older games and things like that and then i actually played a mobile game for the first time in like five years it wasn't very exciting but it was entertaining for the purpose of it so yeah it was good
0: are we going over the mobile game today
3: i mean i can sure
0: i mean if it wasn't planned then that's (laughs) that's okay we don't have to go over it You know, I just didn't see the notes in the good old Discord, so I didn't know what we were talking about today. For you,
1: I kind of feel like we have to talk about it because now I want to know what she's. I know now. I kind of want
0: to know. So yeah, we'll go ahead and talk about that mobile game that you got that you were rocking out this week.
1: Also, Hannah, saw those uh, nice clips you posted up uh, on the Discord there. That's. uh, Very thank nice work. You.
3: I was super excited for that. I've never made any ticky talks before or anything. So it was a lot of fun to try to just pull up all the highlights. And I literally pretty much just used everything I've had since I started having those be tracked and things like that. So it was a lot of fun. So thank you.
1: That's awesome. I know you kind of put yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit to do that, but good job for you for putting yourself out yeah, there. Yeah, no, those are,
0: those are really good videos. Um, I, I went and liked them and it was, I liked, Oh, you posted more than one. Oh, Oh my gosh. All right. So I was, I, I was apparently slacking. So that's my fault. Um, but it was funny. Cause I was like, uh, cause I was sitting here working, um, on the discord, uh, making it more organized, making it look nice and pretty, uh, getting some new channels in there, like the announcement channel. Also the, um, what Ben was referencing when he said I liked everything that you posted in the Discord is also our one of our other new channels which is a uh, mission review army highlights so all of our army's highlights were posted in there it's part of the mission review because we want to see all the stuff that y'all got going on and we want to start making content for that so that's what he's referencing there but it was funny because I was listening to her just like huff and puff and I was like what's wrong and she was like this shit is just a lot more harder than I thought and I was like yeah now you know why like I like would sit in the room for hours and hours just editing videos. Like, it can get a little frustrating sometimes editing those videos, no lie. Um, But it was cool watching you do that. Um, But my week's been really fun. Um, Like I said, I got to work on the discord. I got to create some announcement sections Um, I I just got to organize it and make it look a lot more clean Um, And then let everyone know kind of on uh, The members list, you know, what's going on there with our mods and our bots Um, We've also had some new members join, So that's been awesome to kind of see the discord still growing um, every day uh, work's been really fun it was 420 this past week so we got to be really busy got got some really good tips honestly um, and then I've just been buying weed out the ass because I got my medical card finally um, and it's just crazy how much like cheaper and better the product is for medical so it's just it's been a fun week um haven't done too too much gaming um <clears throat> played a little bit mobile games um and then I did a little bit uh I did some Rocket League and then oh I also did a little bit of Warzone not much though uh just because I just haven't really been interested in playing it. The really the only reason why I started playing was um, I got myself uh, a new RAM card. So I got 16 gigabytes of RAM, got to do a little upgrade on the PC, and I got myself a new gaming mouse. So I just wanted to kind of test it out. And what better game to test it out on than Warzone? <laughs>
1: Well, that'll that'll put it through the paces there
0: so oh it definitely did um and it definitely seemed to hold up its own i'm loving my new gaming mouse um ben i think actually this will be something that you would uh you would actually like so with this gaming mouse um where my thumb sits you know how we have those two side buttons of course well right in front of that is this one button and I thought it was an actual uh like button that I could um like program in Warzone for like a ping or do my place something like that. Turns out what it does is it almost locks my mouse movement on wherever my mouse originally is. So I can be moving around like crazy with my mouse, blah, 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 blah. Soon as I hit that button, it because it moves so slow, it's almost like a lock mechanism. So I was in pre-game lobby, Ben, and I would move on people, and I always feel like I'm flicking my shot sometimes. So I would hold down that button, it would lock on that player, and then I would fucking shoot headshot every fucking time. It, it's like. It's almost like I'm cheating, honestly. It's like I almost have a Cronus locked in and I'm cheating. It's It's crazy. And I thought you would f- find that pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that sounds cool. I mean, yeah, you'll have to post some pictures uh, in the chat, maybe, of your new mouse. It'd be cool to see what that looks like and get an idea of the Yeah,
0: no, have. I'll post something in the community, definitely, after recording this. But uh, yeah, enough about us. We We could go on days and days about just us. <laughs> But this podcast isn't about us. It's about gaming. Um, And um, something we got going on in our announcements. Um, Don't forget to check out one of the many streamers that we got going on. Um, We've set it up now to where if you go into the announcements channel in the Discord. Um, There's a bell icon that you can click. And if you click that bell icon, you will get live notification alerts every time one of our streamers goes live on Twitch or on Facebook. Um, So I just set that up this week. So there could potentially still be some bugs going on with it. um, But I think We've gotten them all figured out and fixed, so hopefully that'll be good. So just go into the announcements section, go ahead and hit that little bell icon, and you will get live notifications every time one of our streamers goes live. Um, Also, are you looking for a pre- and post-workout drink? Well, our sponsors at Dubby have the drink for you. At Dubby Energy... They only use the best ingredients with the energy and vitamins that you need. Use code WSAE ARMY for a 10% discount. Again, that is WSAE ARMY all caps for a 10% discount on on your order every single time you want to go ahead and place one. Um, our Dragon Aid is actually on the way with our brand new shaker. And oh, man, I am super excited to try this stuff out, uh, finally, and do some unboxing videos on it. But everything I've read, everything I've talked to people about with this energy drink, it's just a very good company. They, they are on top of things with messaging um, people back if they have questions. And they just have a great uh, product. So we're really excited about this. W, so make sure you use that code WSAE Army for a 10% discount uh, also don't forget to share the discord in the link tree um, it's in our description of our podcast uh, every single week it's also in our community chat and I'm gonna go ahead and also post it in our announcement section. so all you have to do is just click on it click copy or click share link and send it to all your friends. Uh, send it to your mom and dad if you want to. I don't care. Whoever games, send it to them. Um, also, don't forget to post your food dishes in the um, the food channel. I've even changed it to so it's not just dinner now. It's what are you eating? Uh, because I want to see all those fucking pretty plates, man. We just got ourselves an air fryer. We're super fucking stoked about the dishes that we're going to be able to post out
1: um air fryers are the best thing ever you're uh, gonna absolutely our life
0: already has been changed ben um i we should have posted it um but there's this one you do a peanut butter and jelly sandwich you just put a little bit of peanut butter and jelly in like the center of one piece of bread you put the other piece of bread on top you take off the crust and then you seal it, you punch it. This one lady, she had like a square puncher, like a like a crustable puncher. We just use a fork, and then you put it in the air fryer, 400 for four minutes. Oh my fucking gosh, dude, it's so fucking good. Oh man. The next one I'm gonna try is the same thing, but I'm gonna melt some chocolate, that way we can dip it in chocolate, and oh my gosh. Um...
1: Dude, not only cooking, but even just like, it changes the we- reheating game. Like, I mean, to, to be able to actually like reheat your food like crispy and delicious and well heated through, man, it's just it's, better than a microwave. Um, oh my God, better than a microwave, better than waiting for your oven to heat up. Like, it's the
0: one of the thing things ever. I'm most excited about is I actually get to keep my French fries and for leftovers. <laughs> I'm yeah, so happy you, about that.
1: Yeah, so to the restaurant, bring them home tater tots french fries hell yes re the reheat game is on point
0: yeah we're hyped so uh we're definitely going to be posting a lot more in the what are you eating channel so make sure you all start posting in there as well because we've already got some really awesome things in there um also the highlights the army highlights we want to see the highlights i want to know what you got going on we want to know what you all got going on so make sure that you are posting in there as well um
1: Are you sure you're not a Gen Xer getting all excited about kitchen equipment? Oh, dude, I
0: love kitchen equipment, dude. Anthony, uh, DB Nips, he has been hooking me up, man. He actually, he was going to give me this one air fryer that's like also has like the rotisserie aspect to it. Um, But then we found out that the only way for it actually to work is you have to uh, put like a very heavy object on the top of it for it to turn on. Seems like there's some like wiring issue. Um, so then he had another one. And I was like, Well, could I just take that one home? And then you bring the other one to work and we'll fix that. And then if we fix it, I'll just take that one back and I'll give you the other one back. And he was like, dude, if we fix it, you can just have both of them. And I was like, I get to have two air fryers. Oh my gosh. (laughs) He's also got a pressure cooker. Uh he's got like a rice cooker. And I'm just sitting here like, oh my gosh, dude, I want all these things so bad. (laughs) that's funny. Um, our last announcement. So I've been planning and thinking about this one for a little bit, and I'm just going to go ahead and pull the trigger on this because honestly, I think the community would just have so much fun with this. Um, we're going to be announcing an event, um, here. I'm going to honestly, I'm just going to announce it today. So here in two weeks, We're going to be doing an event on Friday. It's going to be called Fuck Me Up Friday. Yeah, I know. I like it. Um, And it's going to be a Rocket League custom game. We're going to do either 3v3 or we'll do a 4v4. um, And it's going to be a drinking and smoking game for the community. And we're just going to get into... Everyone's going to get into a channel together. And we're just going to have fun. And we're going to play against each other. And we're going to either drink or if you smoke, we'll smoke. Um, and it'll just be a drinking and smoking game, and we're that's why it's called "fuck me up Friday." Um, hopefully, we'll be able to actually make like a thing of this, to where like maybe once a month or twice a month we'll do this on the Friday. Um, but it'll be a completely custom match lobby um, for those of you that are scared of getting your ass kicked, like myself, because there are some really good players that we have in the army. I'm going to completely fuck with the settings so that you sweaty boy players cannot sweaty boy player us so I'm not a drunken buffoon after game one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm going to go ahead and announce this today in the Discord for everyone. So in two weeks on Friday, I'll get the official date here in a second. um, We're going to be doing a Fuck Me Up Friday Rocket League custom game. Um, so hopefully everyone has fun hopefully this is a hit and we get to do this um, on a regular like once or twice a month um, with everyone that would be cool Um, but that's it for announcements we're going to go ahead and get into our regular schedule here and we're going to go into mobile games and hannah said she's got a mobile game i didn't know it i was going to go first but i'm tired of fucking talking so hannah What's the mobile game that you got going on?
3: Um, so it's not very exciting. It was, it's just called flow. It's very sickly. You just connect the color dots to each other and they get progressively like harder and harder. I made it to, uh, level 12, eight by eight, which I felt like was really easy. It was super quick, super fast. Um, But yeah, I was just, I was getting an oil change done and I was bored out of my mind and having anxiety because I was in a social place by myself and I just decided to look up some mobile games and I've played it before. And so I downloaded it and I, I had fun for my two hours waiting and, uh,
2: Hannah, is that a, is that a thing where you can't cross the lines and stuff?
3: yeah 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 so you have to like maneuver it around sometimes and figure out ways to connect it without crossing each other it was it's really simple it's pretty easy I feel like I think I only had to undo once in my two hours of playing like my move that I made I guess if you would say and there's no ads I mean there's a couple ads but it's not like
0: that's what I was just a big deal or
3: anything it was easy to wade through so that was all
0: simple and easy and you said this is called flow
3: yeah
0: and um i'm assuming it's all platforms right android and uh, iphone
3: i I would assume so
0: yeah i mean it looks like a yeah it definitely looks like it would be It's pretty simple yeah it looks like a simple easy game out and that's why i was gonna kind of ask if it was ad heavy because it looks like one of those simple games that they would throw a bunch of ads at you so right on well Looks interesting. Look at her. She's already playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, <clears throat> my mobile game is, um is a battle Royale styled game. Uh, it is free to play and it's called Zuba. Um, I, I was hesitant on this game at first. No lie. Um, I I thought it was just going to be really crappy mechanics, it was going to be bot-filled, and it just wasn't going to be what I was looking for. Um, Turns out, I was completely wrong. Um, It is a very fun game. Um, It is not bot-heavy whatsoever. Uh, The makers of this game is Wildlife Games, and they actually um, are pretty um, interactive with the community. Um, with updates, with taking uh, their bugs and stuff like that that they found into account. They even do contests uh, where players create a new skin and whoever wins, um, I'm pretty sure they're like putting those into the game. So I thought all of that was like really cool. Um, they also just did an update um, for a new skill based matchmaking system that they're doing. So the first one, they recognized that their AI wasn't taking in account that um, player's true skill and ability to actually win a game. And um, so they have created a new skill-based matchmaking that will actually pair you in a better lobby. Um, and um, it, it's just cool how these people are doing this. They're being interactive with us. Um, and it's not a bot-heavy game like I thought it was going to be. This is a top-down camera uh, view. Um, So I also kind of thought that was cool for a Battle Royale. I have never played a Battle Royale that was a top-down camera view before. So to me, that was different and new, and I've liked it so far. Um, The circle that closes for them is a ring of gas. um, or Sorry, not gas. A ring of fire. So... Um, the fire is actually pretty deadly. It doesn't move very fast, but it doesn't have, like, stages. Once it starts moving, it doesn't stop moving. It just continues to close and close and close and close. Um, I'm not
1: going to lie. When you just said it's a ring of fire, Heather and I both just started singing Johnny Cash. Down, <laughs> um,
0: burning ring of fire. <laughs> ring of fire. <laughs> oh, that's a good awesome. one. That's a good song, <laughs> yeah, so honestly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's good i like it um so the characters are a bunch of these cute little animal style characters um that's why it's called zuba uh because of these characters some of the names that like the top 10 is molly larry bruce nix shelly pepper ollie duke frosty Strafer, strafer and finn Um, I play as, uh, I play as Nyx. Nyx is a little, uh, squirrel. Um, and yeah, it's, she's got like a cool little ability that I like. Um, and that's why I play as her. So the reason I kind of picked her, so each character, um, in this will have, um, a different skill. It'll either be passive or active. Um, The passive skill links with the companion where the active, you'll actually use that in game by pressing the attack button in the bottom right corner. So for example, Molly's skill is a double jump. So if you're like in a sticky situation, if you hit that attack button in the bottom right, uh, he'll do a double jump and get you out of that little sticky situation. Um, So you kind of got to have to take that into effect with your kind of game style that you're looking for um, with their skills that they have going on. Um, Another thing with the characters is they have character stats. So all of the characters have different stats. Um, Some are good at dealing damage. Uh, Some have good speed, others are good at taking damage or some have better long range. So you kind of have to take that into effect as well as what kind of stat character are you looking for with your gameplay. Do you want to take more damage? Do you want to deal more damage? Do you want a longer range? Do you want to be faster? All of these things you kind of have to take into effect, which is cool, and I like that because it's not just a pick a character click play and go into the map and go about your day, Um, you kind of got to be a little bit strategical about your character that you're using, Um, you can also upgrade these characters. Um, How you upgrade the characters, you have to have a duplicate copy of that character. So say you want to upgrade Molly, you would have to have a duplicate copy of that Molly. Now you're probably sitting here trying to figure out, well, how the fuck am I supposed to get a another player of the same player? Every 4 hours the game gives you free crates that you can open up and these crates will, will give you the duplicate copy that you need in order to upgrade um, your character. You, oh, I sorry I thought ask, I heard um, ben say, Can You oh, buy hey.
2: these I'm assuming you can buy these crates too if you want an extra leg up or no
0: yeah yeah you you can go in there you can they have their own little store where you can buy the crate you can buy and buy more coin um so you could go in there and do that if you wanted to the only reason why i really wouldn't suggest like buying the crate um if you're looking to like get a duplicate copy is like it's not guaranteed at all that you'll get that duplicate Um, And I've opened up quite a few already and I haven't even gotten a duplicate copy yet. Um, So if you're looking to try to fast track your upgrading of your character just by paying to win, this game's not really gonna be in your favor, I would say. Um, Also with this game, so you load in empty-handed uh, and you have to go about the map, and you have to find your weapons. Some of the different weapons that they have are shotguns, bow and arrow, um, grenades, and then they also have health packs and these deployable shield covers. Um, every time you kill someone, they'll drop a health pack and sometimes a little extra uh, loot item like that deployable cover. Um I will say that sometimes it can be a little hard to find weapons. There was one match where I felt like I, was, I didn't find a weapon until the circle was probably like third circle closing in. And I was like really close to people. So it was a little scary. Um, but what you can kind of do with the game To your advantage um, is you can use the environment. So there's like a grassy environment where basically your your player hides. Um, And then if someone else walks in, you get like a little circle or whatever of the area that you can see. And then the water, if you like go into the water, you can't, you yourself can't shoot a weapon or deploy a weapon in the water. Um, Also, the other player can't. So you could like push players into that water and you can shoot them and use that to your advantage so that's also really cool about the game but I've had fun so far playing it I've probably maybe put in like five hours if that um but like I said it hasn't been bot heavy it is very player heavy um and it's been it's a basic little uh battle royale game that's free to play and it's not ad heavy at all so that's my game, uh, my mobile game. Again, the game is Zuba, and it is available on all platforms, Android and iPhone. Um, it's even available, I believe, on PC as well. I think I saw. Um, so definitely give that a try if you if you like Battle Royale games, for sure. Um, but enough about mobile games. That's all we got for the week. Um, next week, I'm sure Ben will have something for us. Oh, sorry. uh,
1: No, it's all right. So do you have an iPad at all? No. So I used to
0: have uh, an iPad and his name actually was Mr. Crackhead because he had a little crack in it. So we called him Mr. Crackhead. Uh, But no, I actually ended up giving it to my sister and I was like, Hey, if, if you can figure out how to turn this thing on and unlock it, like you can have it because it like one day it just died on me. And then I literally, I couldn't get it to turn on. And then when I finally did get it to turn on, I couldn't get it unlocked, even though I was using my password. I don't know. It was just all hell. So I just gave it to my little sister. Hopefully she figured it out. Taylor, if you figured that out, let me know.
1: (laughs) We just, we inherited, so to speak, uh, Heather's dad's iPad. It was a nice iPad too. It's only like one generation out. And uh, we were thinking about, trying some of the mobile gaming stuff on there i bet you that's kind of i've never played like the mobile games on the ipad i've always just played on my phone so uh maybe next week we'll have some new uh, reporting stuff for trying out games on the actual ipad and see how that works
0: yeah i, I feel like that would definitely be a lot of fun um especially because like the screen's bigger and the graphics i think are better with yeah. ipods as well so that would be pretty cool um actually next week i'll have another mobile game and now that I know you have the iPad, I definitely want you to get get it on that on there, and then hook up the controller with it, and we can grind some of it out. But we'll get into that next week. That's awesome. um, okay. I know so, Ben, though. You have a you got a game for us that you got going on this week. Um, what you got for us?
1: Well, not really a game, more of a gaming service this week, actually. So um, Heather and I have had the Nintendo Switch Family Plan pretty much since the switch came out. Um, but we recently upgraded it um, because now you can get, for those of you who don't know, the family plan is what you need for their a lot of their online service. And it's $40 a year. And you can have, the cool thing is you can have up to eight people on the plant and they don't even have to be in the same household. You can have them wherever they are and that you can add them onto your plan. So we have like our son and the son's friend and a couple of other friends on our plan. Um, but with the, re- the recent update to the plan for $80 a year, um, you can now add on uh, the Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis virtual console. So we finally bit the bullet and did that. So now you get the uh, NES console, the Super Nintendo console, the Nintendo 64 console and the Sega Genesis console all included with their online program. So I know $80 sounds like a little pricey for a year, but if you look at a service like PlayStation Plus or Xbox Gaming Pass, it's $120 to $150 a year depending on the plan. So it's still way cheaper and you get all their virtual consoles with it as well. And you can, you can share it, which is something you can't do with the other consoles you can't do with playstation you can't do with xbox you can you know they it's think of it like a netflix type thing where you can just add a bunch of people on which is really nice so even if at 80 dollars a year for the most expensive plan you have eight people every it's ten dollars a year if everybody wants to split the bill which is i mean super friendly i mean it's a a great price it's easy to share it's it's just really really nice so um you
0: sorry no you you say virtual console so does that mean this is like a you download the program and you can play is that what you Yeah so
1: that's yeah so there is a ton of titles so right now the Nintendo okay. virtual console has 77 games on it so we're talking like every Mario game so like Mario 1 2 and 3 Dr Mario you've got Kirby you've okay. got all the Zelda one and two, if you're a sports guy, which I'm not, but I love the original tech mobile. You've got that on there. Uh, if you like the, the shoot 'em ups, like Gradius is on there, double dragon. I mean, you name, it's like all their A plus titles on there. Um, 77 games for the Nintendo. Um, the super Nintendo has 55 titles. So you get like super Mario world, Uh, Earthbound, which is one of the greatest RPGs, all three of the Donkey Kong countries. You get Super Mario All-Stars, which is, again, Super Mario 1, 2, and 3, but with the updated graphics to the Super Nintendo, which is really cool. Plus, it includes The Lost Worlds, which was a Japan-only release. Um, One of my favorites, which is a game that you either love it or hate it, which is Earthworm Jim 2, which is literally you playing as an Earthworm in a spacesuit with a gun and it sounds stupid and it actually is amazing. And it's a funny game. Um, but that's, that's been there and they constantly are releasing more and more titles for the Nintendo and Super Nintendo. Cause it originally started, I think Nintendo had like 25 titles and now it's up to 77. No extra cost is just included with the annual fee.
0: Um, now, and- if you don't own a Nintendo, can you download this program and still no nope. Play this? No. no. Okay. Okay. You have
1: to have a Nintendo Switch to do it, unfortunately. So, uh,
0: Unfortunate. but they recently
1: updated to include the Nintendo sixty four, and that just came out recently. It was super buggy at first, so we did not download it because we were watching all the glitches and things. But Nintendo's great on their product quality, so we were like, we'll give it a month or two months, and then we'll 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 look at it at that point, and it is amazing. So right now, it just came out, so there's only fourteen titles, but they they put out like the heavy hitter title. So it was Mario 64, Mario Golf, Mario Tennis, Mario Kart, Dr. Mario, Paper Mario, Banjo-Kazooie, Majora's Mask, Ocarina of Time. I mean, we're talking like flagship titles for the Nintendo 64. Um, so big, big hitters. And then the surprising one is you also get the Sega Genesis. And we're like – I, I was shocked when they announced that too, because I'm like, why would they put a Sega Genesis console on the Nintendo? But they did. Um, and Sega makes amazing RPGs. So you get like Shining Force and Shining Force 2 and Phantasy Star 4. And then you get one of my favorite games of all time, which is Altered Beast. And then you have like Contra Hardcore or Hard Corps and um, Castlevania Bloodline. So we're talking again, heavy hitter titles. There's like 25 Sega Genesis games Um, And, of course, for Sonic, you get Sonic 2, Sonic Spinball, and Dr. Mm -hmm. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, which I think is like a a pinball game. But they announced that they're going to put out every Sonic game that was ever made is going to end up being on the virtual console. And, again, they've already released three new titles on it since that just dropped. So it's a pretty consistent thing. Um, Now, when I say... Uh, 77 titles. There's actually probably, like on the Nintendo, I say 77 titles, but I think it's actually 65 real games. And what they do is they give you like of another version of the game where it's 100% beat. So you have like Super Mario 3, and then they have Super Mario 3 Plus. And Super Mario 3 Plus has basically come to the save file on it that has every world unlocked Every, like, all your items are full of, like, P-Wings, so you get, like, a boosted version of the game, and they do that for, like, Metroid and Mario and some of their other top titles. So even if you're someone who doesn't, uh, or who's never, you know, beaten the game 100% and want to see what it's like, they've done that with a bunch of their A titles, which is great. Um, And on the Nintendo, the Super Nintendo and the Genesis, you also have the ability to rewind, pause and rewind time on the game. So if you make a mistake, you can quick, just rewind it from two seconds up to like 15 seconds and then kind of redo it. So it makes the games cause we know some of these older games can be a real grind, mm-hmm. really tough. Yes. Uh, but that rewind function is amazing. So it really kind of takes some of the hard edge off of it for those who don't want the challenge. Um, you can save them at any point in time. So it's not like the old games where you you had to use save codes because it's a virtual console. You can save it immediately. Um, The only one you can't rewind time on are the n64 titles it doesn't work on that i'm not sure why that functionality wasn't put in maybe it's the game code i don't know but you can't do it on there but the fun thing is too is that all the titles that are multiplayer are still multiplayer and virtually multiplayer so you can link up with a friend it was a little awkward the first time it was a little challenging to get it but once i was playing uh with my buddy tyler Um, so once we got it linked up, you can literally jump one person kind of drive similar to how it is like on a war zone where one person's a party leader and you can choose from any console, any player or any game that's multiplayer and you guys can play together, which I thought was absolutely amazing.
0: Oh, Tyler's Um, Tyler's still alive.
1: He, he is still alive. Yeah. Yeah. He's been pretty busy. It's been, yeah. Busy time of year at work right now. So, but, um, you know, we haven't all played together in a while. I feel like the last couple of weeks have just been.
0: Um, haven't. i haven't heard handsome. from tyler i feel like in it's been at least yeah like a month a month and a half
1: <laughs> I, outside of playing the a game we played dr mario on the virtual console and he got mad because i beat him three rounds in a
0: row <laughs>
1: <laughs> sounds so. about right <laughs> he was like i'm really good at this and then i handily beat him three times in a row and he quit and he was like oh, okay no. let's find something else to play because i said tyler I've literally been playing this game longer than you've been alive. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> it came out before you were born yeah. and I've been playing it since it first dropped. Yeah. It's like, so you may be good, but I'm really fucking good. <laughs> so, he, he, uh, he didn't want to play that again after that, but that's all right. Um. So, but as if, you know, all those consoles weren't enough, you also get free DLC by being a plus member. So you get the family member. So you get all the DLC for Splatoon two for free and This is a big one. You get the booster course pack for Mortal, uh, Mortal Kombat. My goodness. Mario Kart 8. Mortal Kombat. I was like, like this should, I put in my notes MK and I'm like, Mortal Kombat? No, <laughs> Mario Kart. So you get all the boosters. So they just released a bunch of new courses for Mario Kart 8 which is like $20 and that's free. And then the Animal Crossing Happy Home Paradise DLC which is $25. You get that included for free in the package as well which is amazing. And on top of that you can the only way to buy the, these special Switch controllers directly from Nintendo is by being a Family Plan member. So they put out a Nintendo 64 controller which is compatible with the Switch, a Genesis controller, a Super Nintendo controller, and a Nintendo controller. They're all Switch compatibles. You can play your games with the original controller, and the only way to get them is to be a Family Plan member. Um, so you also get the links to buy all of those things, and they're like $50 a piece um and right now the nintendo 64 controllers currently out of stock because those went out immediately because they were just released but they they come back up and go down and come back up and go down so they'll keep you know putting them out again but yeah literally one of the greatest controllers the n64 if you've never played on one is just phenomenal the controllers looks really weird uh but it's actually really comfortable and a lot of fun to use so
2: yeah no harvest moon games sadly yet I don't know if there's going to be because of the issue between Natsume and Marvelous, which is a topic that I will get into at a later point, but,
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, they, again, they just keep releasing more and more titles for it. So if you have not picked it up yet, totally worth the $80 a year price tag, especially considering all the games, all the consoles and all the extras you get with it. Just fantastic. So there you go.
0: Yeah, that definitely sounds worth it for sure. Um, just given more and more reasons why we need to be getting a fucking Nintendo Switch, man. I really yes. want one so bad. Yeah. Uh, but Hannah, though, has got some got some retro games for us today. Um, Hannah, she laughs like it's not retro, but it's kind of retro. It's a little bit retro. What you got?
3: <laughs> so they're definitely not retro, or at least if they are now, that I'm going to feel very, very old. But um, like I said earlier, I was able to pull out the Xbox and connect it with our monitor or my monitor and having all of my games again was just a lot of fun for me um, since switching over to the PC I think that was in October when I did that of 21 switching from the Xbox to the PC so I haven't really had like a lot of games to play um, and that's why we pretty much strictly just had like Warzone and Lost Ark and a couple others because that's all we've had on our PC but um, I got to play, of course, my Tomb Raider games, which I always love. I talked about last week with the new one coming out. It actually made me want to go play their latest one, which was the Shadow, um, Tomb Raider Shadow or something like that. But it's it was a lot of fun. It's definitely different playing it now, I think, because of all this like training I've had with Warzone. I find myself like on the hardest difficulty for fighting like the bad guys and puzzles and things like that and I just feel a little bit more like intense and probably extra than the game requires but I'm having fun with it and that's all that matters but um the other one I've gotten into which is like a die-hard favorite of mine is Skyrim which is a part of the Elder, Elder Scrolls um it was released back in 2011 which also blows my mind because I feel like it that was only five years ago, but it's in fact over 10.
0: (laughs) Over a decade, yep.
1: (laughs) I can't believe
3: that. That's crazy. I know, but I just wanted to talk about it, I guess, because I feel like it is such an amazing game that for me personally really was a huge stepping stone, like graphic-wise. It was like my first game, I felt like, where the details were phenomenal. And then you can put all those like mods on it and get like starry night skies and like even crazier, more artistic um, details and things like that. And I just think it's such a fantastic game. There's so much you can do. You can explore. um, You can obviously do the main quest and tasks and things like that. There's guilds to be a part of. You can do multiple guilds and their sides to pick and dragons to fight and wars to win and things like that. So I just feel like it's a game that was so iconic that if other people have it and are struggling with games right now, it has been a great game to get back into and kind of remind myself what initially started this all out for me. Um, And so it's just been a lot of fun playing it. I have to say that I think, is it Bethesda? Is that how you say it? Let me see. Beth- Bethesda.
1: Bethesda. Oh, Bethesda.
3: Yeah. I think they all their games that they release are phenomenal for the most part. I I genuinely like the stories that they build and I think Skyrim is just like that. I think the stories are fantastic. Um you can get all like the DLCs and get build the house and get like a husband or wife and you have a thrall and kids that you can adopt. It's just fantastic all around what you can do in the game um and there's also like the vampire and werewolves and everything like that so it's just a lot of fun um and just something that i wanted to bring up and kind of recommend to people if they're struggling with what to play right now since i know that being like multiplayer and the whole war zone and apex is like what's the most popular thing right now but i guess don't be afraid to go back to like just story mode and hash some quests out and things like that
1: so you know i am gonna i'm gonna say back to you what you said to me it was either our 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 last episode or one before when it came to fallout looks you know skyrim to me looks like a fun game but I've picked it up and put it down at least five or six times because to me felt like such a daunting, overwhelming game. And I almost need somebody to kind of show me the ropes to teach me the basics of it. Because every time I try to get into it, I'm like, Holy shit, there's just a bazillion things to do. I never know where to start. And I know you kind of felt the same way about fallout. Like, cool. looks like a great game could probably be fun, but I really need someone to just show me the ropes. So I think you, you show me Skyrim, I'll show you Fallout. And they're both Bethesda games, which is yeah. absolutely hilarious. But yes, a ton of fun. I even bought it on the Switch because it's like, you know, they ported it back to the Switch. I'm like, cool. And then it's just sad because it just, you know, again, looks to be a ton of fun because I love Fallout. So I should love Skyrim, but it's just... It's such a large game for me. The
2: mechanics are the same. Yeah, a lot of the
1: mechanics are the same lock picking and crafting and things like that. But yeah, just um, so we'll have to do some trading there. I'll show you Fallout and you're going to show me Skyrim.
3: Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And that's funny because I had the same thoughts like when I was trying to play Fallout. I'm like, This should, in theory, be a very easy game for me to get because it's just like Skyrim. And, like, I could see all the similarities, but for some reason I was always lost. So definitely need to trade information because I feel like I do now that I've made a few, well, more than a few characters and, like, Not that I've ever like completely maxed out all the quests, but I definitely have gotten very close multiple times. So I definitely feel like I have like a route that I take when building my character, and it gets me like the happiest, the quickest (laughs) with it. And then once I feel confident in like my character's ability to win fights, then it suddenly is a lot easier for me to just like run around Skyrim and enjoy just finding things because i know that my character is well equipped (laughs) for anything
2: because it's
3: definitely harder when you're in the beginning because it's like oh i could run and come across a giant that'll just swing and one and hit kill me completely or a dragon or whatever so there's definitely a lot that you could encounter for sure so we'll definitely trade information
1: awesome can't wait
0: yeah that's funny that you say that ben because i'm actually the same way uh i've picked this game up and put it down so many damn times uh there was one time I picked it up my buddies, uh or not my buddy anymore at the time my buddy had completed it um eight times and I picked it up um in the basement we were all kind of playing fucking around And I literally got stuck on this one part, I swear, for 30 fucking minutes. I was in the same cave looking for this stupid thing for 30 minutes, dude. And I finally was like, hey, man, can you please help me? Like, I cannot figure this out. And this was before I, I like, knew about the whole, like, go online and look it up kind of thing. It it really still wasn't even a thing then. Um, And he comes over, and literally in two minutes fucking does it and i'm just just flabbergasted my mouth is wide open i'm just like are you fucking kidding me and that was the last time i ever played that game so uh oh, this is a, a really hard game and yeah i'm with ben i would need like a, a guide um a, a little tour guide per se
1: <laughs> for oh for the sure especially Skyrim when universe. Sure. so many factions and character types and classes and it's just yeah it's super overwhelming
0: Yeah, I think it would almost is it's like an Elden Ring kind of thing. Like I need, I need the Tour Guide, please.
1: (laughs) For sure.
2: But it's on every console and every platform, as far as I'm aware.
0: Mm -hmm. They released
2: it so many times, so
0: yeah, they released it everywhere. It's
1: become the new GTA Five.
0: Yeah, it really has. Honestly, honestly, it's
2: it's just you know everybody who plays can pretty much play it. I think the only thing that's not on is mobile. Yeah,
1: just about.
0: Yeah, (laughs) just about. Um, But my game that I got for everyone this week is Rocket League. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Rocket League uh, lately, and I just love the game. It's a really fun game. Um, For those of you who don't know, it's a free-to-play vehicle soccer game, and it's made by Sonics, and it's available on all platforms. It's Nintendo, PC, everything. Something I actually didn't know um was i thought rocket league was originally released on nintendo and it turns out it wasn't it was originally released uh on playstation and then it went to nintendo which i i don't know why i always thought it it was released by nintendo but turns out it wasn't um so that was an a new news thing for me. (laughs) Um, But yeah, this game is just all around fun. It has, you have the ability to play this competitively or you have the ability to just play play it and just fuck around and have a drink and have fun with the army and Discord. Um, So that's kind of why I like this game because you have the ability just to do both and the community thoroughly enjoys either just dicking around or actually playing competitive, which for me is a new thing, um, community wise, because I'm just used to people just going balls to the wall, sweaty, funyan boy, um, going in. And the community is just completely different for Rocket League, um,
1: Bro, uh, leave the funyuns alone, man.
0: Uh, <laughs> you uh, notice how you noticed that a little uh, funyuns Funyun sticker I made? <laughs> I, I did, man. I saw it. I'm like,
1: God damn it, Bryce. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, just the the community has just uh, just blown me away. Um, we do meet a lot of toxic people in the game every once in a while. Um, when Ben, Heather, Hannah, and I play. But something I found out um, with talking with a lot of the competitive people, um once you get to a certain point competitive-wise in this game and um, your personal record in regular uh, casual mode, the toxic players, like, stop, they said. Like, essentially if you if they get a toxic player what they do is they they put the fucker in their place and they don't do it anymore so it was crazy to me that like people were like yeah we don't like toxic players in Rocket League like we just don't like it at all and i was like blown away because i'm used to toxic fucking players and it's just it was crazy to me um but the game has so many different game modes. Um, like I said, from the casual to the competitive or even tournaments that are going all day long. It's it's a, a game mode that they have in there. Um, and they'll have like timers of when it's gonna start so you can opt in and then it'll give you an alert, hey, your tournament's about to start. Um, so that to me is also really cool that you can just jump into the tournaments. The tournaments don't affect um, your rank up in the actual game. Um, which I thought that was a little weird. I feel like if you're going to go into a tournament, it should be affecting my competitive rank, I, it, just in my opinion. But I guess maybe that saves people. I'm not 100% sure. Um, two of my favorite game modes that are out right now, it's in the extra game modes. They're always changing these extra game modes, which is really cool to me. Um, Drop shot and Hoops so much fun so drop shot is a three-person game hoops is a two-person game Um, hoops is just like basketball the ball feels just like a basketball and then you got to get it into the hoop Um, it's really cool because you can drive through the nets but if you hit the rim you will actually stop and then it's got the backboard the courts even smaller it's it teaches you aerials um, just like drop shot drop shot is you have to hit the ball to get it your color and then you have to get it onto the other player's side and you have to bounce it onto their ground to light up the tiles if you hit that tile twice it opens up a hole and then once you get the ball into that hole it you score a point so drop shot teaches you aerials and ball positioning and then whereas hoops teach you teaches you Aerials. So these extra game modes are already teaching you things to help you in your competitive or just your regular casual game modes. Because what I've found out is that if you can do aerial shots and if you know ball placement, nine times out of 10, you're going to beat the other team. It's crazy how just those two simple things can just completely obliterate and tear apart another team it's just it's blown my mind um i've done a lot of practicing with this game i've done aerials i've done um slap shots power shots corner shots uh pinch shots and it's just crazy how much better just my gameplay has gotten. Um, I've played with penguin a lot too, and just, he hasn't even gotten 24 hours into the game and dude is playing like he's diamond level already. It's crazy. Um, so I definitely recommend those two game modes. If you're kind of looking to practice a little bit more and get better, um, at the game in regular casual mode or in your competitive mode as well. Um, Something else I've learned about this game is your position with your team is very important. Um, We play a lot of fours, Ben, Heather, Hannah, and I, and we usually always have Ben as a goalie. And I always feel bad because Ben doesn't really get to go score points. He doesn't really get to touch the ball. And he – He's a great point scorer. He's a great assister um, at setting the ball up so that you can score. And it just sucks just basically taking him out of the game just to be a goalie.
1: It is hard to be a goalie all the time. I enjoy it. I like coming in clutch on some of those backfield hits, but it can be hard sometimes for sure.
0: Exactly. And I don't want to do that to you at all. So what I've found with playing with these more competitive players Is you always have to, so you always have to have someone on your left side, your right side, and then if we're just playing in threes, someone always about midfield, able to kind of get back to that net. Now, with the rotations, you never want to three stack all of your cars or four stack all of your cars to one side because then it leaves the left side completely open. No one's over there to serve the ball back or counter the ball. And then you are completely leaving your net open and they're most likely going to get that open goal. What I've found is that it's always better to keep your rotation. So you have someone on your left side, someone on your right side, someone in your middle. Um, And then let's say we're just playing with fours for our sake. And then you're also going to have someone who's going to be a little bit closer to their goal, but still kind of center field. So if the ball is on the right side, gets hit to the left side, the left person hits, the right person stays on, or the right person comes over to the center, and then that center person goes to the right. It's just a constant rotation of the cars of whoever's closest to it goes for it, and then if there's that open spot, whoever's closest to the open spot rotates to that spot. That way there's always someone able to go back to the goal or able to go after the ball and counter it um and i've just found with these just simple rotations and just um being aware of where your teammates are on the map makes your gameplay as a team a thousand times better the chances of you winning goes up times fold over it's just crazy how just like these simple little things just like actually like affect your gameplay and, you know, it's crazy. I'm a, I'm a big sports person. I played sports when I was a kid. Um, I had to stop playing sports because of my medical condition. And I still played sports and was told not to play them. Um, and all of these things factor into actual sports. So why my brain never thought to actually factor these things into a soccer video sport game, I have no idea. But everyone plays this like a regular video game. Like, I want to get the ball. I want to touch the ball. I want to score point. Like, I got to score point. Just like, I got to get a fucking kill. Like, that kind of stuff. But if you just take a step back, just put just a tad bit of strategy into the game of actual sports... you're just going to have, a, you're just going to have more fun playing the game. And it's like crazy to me that like these simple tricks and simple things that regular people who play sports do, um, can have this effect in a video game. So, uh, I just thought that was really cool too. Um, but yeah, don't sleep also on the training that they have. They have an entire training section, and it's rookie, pro, all-star. Each one of those levels gets harder and harder and harder. They have different um, shots to take off of it, whether it's an aerial, a power shot, a drop shot, goalies. They have all these different training modes, even free, a free free mode training um, where it's like all of those things put together. Don't sleep on these trainings people who are winning these tournaments and stuff like that i talked with them and i asked them i said how many how many hours do you put into training and they say i put in just as much hours into training as i do playing the actual game and honestly most of them said they put in more hours on training than they do actually playing the game itself um So that's why these people are so I'm going to sneeze here in a second. So I'm sorry if I do. Um, That's why these people are so good. That's why these people are ranked so high is because they're taking more time to just train. Um, And then another thing that they do to train is they go, they just make a custom match and they play against each other and they teach each other things in the custom match games. So it, It's just crazy to me um, to think about like putting that many hours into just training and not actually playing the game. Um, But with this game, I think it's kind of like something that you have to do if you actually want to get better at the game and beat people more often is you got to just take the time, sit down and do an hour of training every time you before you actually play the game. I think that's a good habit to get into. Do an hour of training before you actually play the game. Um, And I promise you, you'll get better. I I promise. Um, But yeah, that's my game. That's Rocket League for you all. Again, it's a free-to-play game. It's on all platforms. Get that game out and get grinding. We're also going to be doing our event for Rocket League as well. So just another reason for you to download it. It's even a really small file size. I think it's only like 14 gigabytes. Um, So... If you're, if you're crushed for space, it's not that big of a file size. Um, but enough about Rocket League. Heather has got another awesome game for us today. Um, Heather, what do you have for the gamers?
2: Um, so Ben touched on it a little bit during his topic, but I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing with everything going on lately this past month. Um, I haven't really been into playing anything super competitive or anything that's going to make me frustrated. So Animal Crossing has been kind of a new resurgence for me because I finally bit the bullet and downloaded the DLC for the Happy Home Paradise. And I have literally been playing that nonstop for the past week. Um, So if you don't have the family plan, the DLC itself is about $25. And, um, the original Animal Crossing game, I think was 60. And the DLC is basically like a whole another game. So, um, what you do in the DLC is you go to the airport on your normal Island and say, I want to work. It'll bring you to this other group of islands. And, Um, you basically just design houses for random villagers, and the villagers, if you don't know, are all different animals, that's why it's called Animal Crossing. Um, and I have been (laughs) basically designing houses um, a ton, so think of kind of like Sims when you design a house, but it's a little bit different because you don't actually get to design the layout of the house, you just design the furniture, the wallpaper. Um, and as you get more and more villagers in, more and more stuff unlocks. So when I did my first house, all I could do was the inside in one room. and it was a small room. And then, as I got like five villagers, it unlocked, and you can make the room bigger. And then like ten villagers it unlocked to um, do the outside. And it finally got to the point where I could do the outside of the home. I can add a second story. I could have these villagers have roommates. And then on the main island, you have um, facilities like hospitals and restaurants and everything that you need to design. Um, so if you're really into the designing part of Animal Crossing, this DLC is a is 100% worth it. Um, I've had a lot of fun with it. They give you, so the nice thing about it is they can either give you a theme. So the villagers will give you a theme that they want you to kind of base their design on. Um, And then once you get to to a certain point, you can also say, well, I have an idea and you can design the house however you want it. Um, And then more and more furniture and stuff unlocks as you go on. Um, But yeah, I've just been having a lot of fun with it. It's been to me, it's relaxing. I know not to everybody it's relaxing, but I, like I said, I haven't wanted to do anything super um, intensive. Stressful. Yeah, stressful. I've had, you know, I think I've had enough stress in my <laughs> regular life that just being able to turn off my brain for a little bit and tap into my creative side has been really, really awesome. It
0: sounds like a fun game um there was a
1: chill game i mean i i heather shocked because it's a game she said she thought i'd never play i said i thought i'd never play um but it's actually a ton of fun i've probably put 200 hours into animal crossing at this point so
0: now it's all kids right that you play no um
2: so it's, it's it's kind of single player kind of um multiplayer so, I don't. When the pandemic started, Animal Crossing came out right afterwards, and it was like a perfect storm of everybody kind of being stuck in the house. It was the first Animal Crossing game, probably in like five, 10 years, and um, the first Animal Crossing game on the Switch. And the game just blew up. Um, so, you're just on an island, and the Animal Crossing itself, you're on an island, and you are decorating an island and building it up and there's terraforming eventually and you have 10 villagers quote-unquote villagers that move in and they're all different kinds of animals and it's very random which villagers you get to invite but that's part of the fun of the game is trying to hunt for certain villagers um and you can invite people to your island um who have switch online and you can invite up to seven people and you can fish and catch bugs and just give each
1: other gifts and donate mm-hmm. items like if you have an item that somebody else wants you can give it to them mm-hmm. it's just even the multiplayer aspect is really low-key chill Yep, yeah it's literally the whole purpose of the game is just to design an island and have the daily activities of it it's a fun game that you can just sink hours into without even realizing you have put the time into it so yep. And yeah. it's
2: a it's got kind of a little bit of something for everybody. I think you know it's just uh, the one of the most fun parts is to go to other people's islands. So Ben, as we all know, have um, has or is a big fan of the retro games, and he has <laughs> on his island built the entire Pac Man. I built a full scale
1: Pac Man maze, and we run around with nets and chase each other inside the Pac Man maze, and it's. Just it's hilarious,
2: yeah. you know. It's you they have these little nets and you can hit people with it, and like it shouldn't be that fun, but hitting somebody with a net is surprisingly really fun, yeah. So, if you guys get um a switch, I would highly recommend getting Animal Crossing. The one downside to Animal Crossing is well, there's a couple one is that you um can only have one island per switch, so even if you have two profiles those two people on those profiles have to say, share the same island. Number two, if you get a new switch, the save data does not transfer over when you do a transfer, so you have to go in-game and transfer it in-game. Um, I don't know why. For some reason, it's just Animal Crossing, but it's the hardest thing to transfer data with Animal Crossing. So, But other than that, it's it's really fun and definitely worth the time
1: yep it's great time sink for sure
0: hmm. yeah there was there was some fan conspiracy it was like um it was like you're you're actually living in like this post-apocalyptic world where uh the adults use children as like their child labor or whatever so that they don't have to do anything I don't know I trying to find like because i could have sworn i like shared it or something on facebook and i was trying to figure out what the actual fan theory was but i can't figure it out now so oh well i guess it doesn't matter
1: (laughs) the thing about fan theories is everybody i mean sometimes they're hilarious and sometimes they make no sense but uh you know either way it's it's a great game and definitely worth picking up i even think you'd enjoy it bryce it's just something nice for chilling and relaxing so
0: yeah, honestly, as I was look trying to look up the fan theory, I was seeing gameplay too. And it looks like a fun, fun, nice little role-play game. Um, I like that you can invite people to your island. I like that kind of stuff. I, I just like multiplayer stuff. Like, I like playing my solo games, don't get me wrong. But I also like being able to invite the homies and the friends in um, to come, like, hang out and, like, grind out with me. Um, cause, I don't know. I just find that fun as well for me.
1: For cause. sure um
0: but yeah that does it for the games that we got going on for the week um a lot of good ones that we got going on um we were able to get in some decent amount of gaming even with our busy ass schedules that we had uh, but we're gonna go ahead and get into um the second to last topic of the week and that is our gaming news segment um we couple good things going on honestly it's pretty pretty eventful week i think um so pokemon sword and shield um if you didn't know they're they're, they started the european international championship it's the first series of the tournament um and it's being held in i believe yeah frankfurt germany um and they're they're streaming this live um but something that's really cool that they just did is they're giving out a free uh, Dark uh, – I'm sorry. I botch every single Pokemon name, so please don't shoot me. Uh, they're giving out a free Darkavish. Uh, uh, huh? Oh, Dracovish. Okay, there you go. Dracovish, Darkavish. Ben and Heather can correct me here in a second. (laughs)
1: I'm not that we're over here laughing at you guys. Not at all.
2: There's so many arguments about the way certain Pokemon should be pronounced. Like Arceus is the big one. It's Arceus or Arceus. Arceus. That's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. So do you? We'll know what you're talking
0: about. It'll work. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, uh, it's uh. It's a fossil Pokemon, and it's got this, like, unorthodox design. It's apparently really, really cool and rare to get. Um, But they gave out a code for this. I'm going to go ahead and put this code in our description for the podcast. That way, you all can claim this if you all want to. I believe you still can't. The cutoff date is April 25th, 2022. You literally have until the end of today if you're listening to this on Monday. You have till the end of today. If you listened after Monday, I'm sorry. You're out of fucking luck. Sorry. Uh, But yeah, so they gave out a free one of these. And they've got a bunch of tournaments going on live. So make sure you also check that out as well. Um,
1: Moral of the story being, make sure you listen on Mondays.
0: Exactly. Moral of the story, make sure, yeah, you listen on fucking Monday, man. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. All I'm saying is we fucking called it. We called it last week. Um, We're awesome. We're amazing. Um, We did it. We're only getting the best information for you guys. And here's just a confirmation that we are getting the best information. May 11th, Godzilla and King Kong will be coming to Warzone.
1: Yes, sir. It
0: is confirmed We did it here at the We Suck at Everything fucking podcast. Suck on that. Not even the mainstreamers. Not even Stone Mountain. Not even Tim the Tap Man. Not even Dr. Disrespect fucking called this shit. And you all watch them like they're your mom and dad, bro. Like, I, I go on the streams. I see how many people watch them. Thousands and thousands of people watch these streamers. And this podcast that doesn't have thousands and thousands of people watching them called it. So, just saying. Another reason why y'all should be listening to us. Just fucking saying. Um, Also, the Snoop Dogg skin is out. And, honestly, I'm pretty disappointed. No lie. Um, They did, like, three or four different of the skins, but all they did was they just made them different colors. Honestly, fuck you, Warzone. Uh, (laughs) You're trying to be like Fortnite with the the characters, but you're just... You're just dropping the ball hard. Um, you're doing it also to save your game um, that no one fucking likes. Um, people that have been playing and streaming this game forever are literally dropping it to go play other games. Uh, just everyone's tired of the shit. Everyone's tired of the brokenness. Everyone's tired of paying $20 for bullshit fucking skins. Um, it's just, honestly, you dropped the ball on the Snoop Dogg skin. I'm sorry, but you did. Um... What else we got? Uh, Oh, so yet another player has given us some content in Tiny Tina's. Um, (laughs) Another player has spent, uh, they said they spent six hours on this. This is crazy to me to even think about. Uh, But they made a Kratos character uh, from God of War on Tiny Tina's. And it is honestly like almost dead nuts. And it's, I found it hilarious. You can go into Gamer Rant and you can look up the article to see all the pictures if you want to. Um, I thought he did a great job on that. So another player yet again, giving us some awesome character content for sure. Um, Also, a mod player adds sailing to Skyrim. Um, This was kind of more for Hannah. I thought she would find this pretty cool. So... Apparently, the Skyrim um, sailing is not really a big thing at all, um, but there's like hints to sailing is what this person was saying. So they decided to um, create sailing. So James Dogg. Uh, created Wonders Heart is a brand new custom add-on for special edition of Skyrim that gives players the option to buy their own ship, hire a crew, sail the seas, and board other vessels to do swashbuckling antics with enemy sailors. A trailer for the mod shows exactly what fans can get up to, and it really sells the idea of being able to roleplay as a pirate, especially The Last 30 Seconds, which features a sea shanty sung in a somewhat drunken manner i watched the trailer it looks pretty cool Uh, you can tell that it was uh mod made because there's like some bugs that are kind of going on with it but it's not like that big of a deal to where it's like you wouldn't want to play it um there was there's certain though hold on there's I want to make sure I get the right. Oh, okay. So James Dog does mention that the mod may have some unusual effects, adding that the Sea Horizon is weird, and it also um so it requires the Dynamic Animation Replacer and Nemesis add-ons to be installed prior to installing this uh, Wonders Heart. So you have to install Dynamic Animation Replacer and Nemesis Add-on before you install your Wonders Heart Add-on, so that you can actually play it. Um, thought this was really cool. This kind of makes me want to play Skyrim because I love sailing in video games. I don't know what it what, what it is about sailing in video games, but it is just so much fun. Like the Assassin's Creed. Uh, crap. I forget which one. But the one where you sail... Oh, Black Flag. The one where you sail a lot. I freaking love that one. I just... I love sailing. It's a fun thing to me. Um, I've always wanted to give Sea of Thieves a try as well. Because that's literally all sailing. So, thought this was cool. If you got Skyrim, go ahead and maybe check this out. And let us know um, how it is. Also, our last gaming news topic. So, apparently... Um... Warzone Two, there's been a map leak, um, and it's from the same person who also uh, leaked about the possible uh, guns reverting back to only five attachments and not having the twenty thousand attachments that we're allowed to put on it right now. Um, he thinks that there is a lot of credible sources um, in this in his leak um, in his deduction of code. Um, that Warzone 2 is going to be in Medellin, Colombia in the Andes Mountains. I don't know how much I believe this because I was just watching a podcast of um, Warzone devs saying that Verdansk was going to be making a comeback for Warzone 2. So I don't know. I don't know who's pulling... Pulling our chain here, I don't really know what the fuck's going on at all. I don't know uh, if we're gonna get a new map or if we're gonna get Verdansk back. Honestly, I would just take some Verdansk. Just you, you all can make a new a new map. That's cool. Do that. Yeah, have fun with that. Um, but just give me like the game mode to where I can just hop onto Verdansk because, dude, for there's just Verdansk is a great map. I it just Ah uh, dude, I love Verdansk. I literally don't even play Caldera. Nobody plays Caldera. It's dog shit. No one fucking likes that map. It's terrible. Give us Verdansk back, please. I mean, or give us a map like Verdansk at least. Um,
1: just Verdansk so much, dude.
0: Dude, I'm I know. That's what I'm saying. I miss it so much. It's really fucking sad. Um, oh, but I do have I do have one more gaming news topic for us because I do like to cover shit like this. Um, Twitch has been accused of double standards for men and women, and a little bit of sexism. Um, they say it was just a, a misunderstanding, and it was uh, it was what is the word I'm looking for? Um, it was a mistake on their part, and it was something that they just didn't catch and their programming just didn't understand that ah, bullshit, bro. Y'all are stupid. So what I'm talking about here, so there's a Twitch streamer um, and she tested this. It's in like their actual terms of service. Um, you can put the title. uh, What was it? Hold on. Sorry. You can put the title. I hate men as your Twitch stream title. But you can't put the title, I hate women. I'm not, look, I, I am all for women's rights, all that shit. I, I'm i just, all I'm saying, though, is like this double standard is kind of bullshit. <laughs> um, and she even, she messaged them, and they have resolved it. They have fixed it. You can no longer put, I hate men. So for all those men out there, it's okay. The women can't say they hate us no more. Um. But, or sorry, I hate women. Sorry. I'm so sorry. All the women out there, you can... S- no, what am I... F- I got this whole thing fucking backwards, bro. I'm confusing my damn self out here. Um, It's just weird, though, how they just double at this. And then they just tried to backtrack it, cover their ass, and say that it was a misunderstanding in their code. And it's fixed. I'm just
1: gonna take a bunch of sound bites from this spot of this podcast of Bryce just saying I hate men and I hate women over and over.
2: Again. <laughs> just
0: yeah, just yeah, a bunch of bunch of clips of me just I hate men, I hate women, I hate people, I hate everyone. <laughs> um, but apparently this isn't like the first time though that they've had like stuff like this with like the men and women and like the double standard type stuff. Um, so I I don't know, whatever Twitch. Twitch is owned by Amazon, which I actually didn't know for the longest time that Amazon owned Twitch. Didn't know that, actually. Um, I I like Twitch, and I don't like Twitch. I think Twitch is kind of bullshit, in all honesty. Um, I think they treat their partners like shit. Um, But yeah, so that is gaming news. That's what we got going on. Um, Like I said, we called it on Warzone. So just another reason why y'all should be listening to us. Uh, But we're going to get into our tips of the week. Uh, And we go through this segment because we want you all to stay in love with gaming. And if you're not in love with gaming, we want you all to fall back in love with gaming. So Heather, what would be your tip of the week for our gamers?
2: Um. So my tip of the week is, I don't know if it's really a tip, just kind of a suggestion. If you don't If you see a game that interests you and the price tag is a little bit too high for your liking and you just don't know if you want to bite the bullet and pay the money, um, one thing that I like to do is go online to, you know, Facebook or, like you said, Twitch or YouTube and just watch the gameplay videos. Um, I feel like you can get a lot of information of how the game is just watching a lot of these content creators and... Um, I found a lot of fun games that way, (laughs) Uh, you know, I've seen a content creator play a game and I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. So I'll play it and it'll be a lot of fun. So that's just kind of my tip or suggestion.
0: That's a good tip. Um, I've actually, a lot of the games that I've played uh, is from watching the content creators, um, and seeing like what it's about and then actually going and getting the game. So that's, that's actually a really good tip. I'm glad you brought that up.
1: Well, especially because a lot of people don't put out, like back in the day, like even just going back to PlayStation, every month they would put out with PlayStation Magazine a disc full of demos. And you could demos were a huge thing because sometimes you could play like an hour of the game in a demo and they don't really put out game demos anymore. So it's a nice free way to just get a feel for the game.
0: I remember that. Honestly, I missed that. Uh, I think that's why we've moved to, st- I guess, the streamers now, is they just rather the streamer get it and play it live actually for people to see. I don't know though. I miss playing those demos. demos were, fun. I
1: loved looking forward to those every month. Those were the best.
0: Yeah. It definitely was something to look forward to for sure. Um, Hannah, what would be your gaming tip for our listeners this week?
3: Um, so I would have to say a tip. I'm not sure if I've actually said this one before or not, but I would say just keeping your, like, space around you when you're gaming, like, entertaining for you. Um, And also making sure that it's, like, clear for your movement. I know I have a really bad time of being, like, cluttered with just – random stuff and it gets bogged like around my mouse and I have only a little bit of room and things like that and so taking the time to clean everything up kind of get myself ready get your water get your snacks like have everything for you and turn on some fun lights if you're into that or plants or whatever you like to visually like be around and like keep that positive energy around you I just feel like it really helps Keep me in like a clear mind and like a happy like vibe set for my games. Because if I'm crowded and I'm annoyed and I'm like thinking about all the things that I need to do, it's just not as entertaining for me, and it's much more stressful during my playtime. So that would be my tip. That was almost gonna be my tip,
1: Hannah. <laughs> so I'm glad I didn't <laughs>
3: say
0: that. <laughs> uh, that's that's a really good tip, honestly. That makes sense though, because I mean I'm the same way. Um, And I'm not, like, the cleanest person there is. Um, but honestly, like, if I see a bunch of stuff, like, in my gaming area, like, I just feel led to just always have to clean it up if I'm gaming. Like, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I got to clean up all this shit. Then I got to clean the dishes. And then I got to do that. Then I got to do that. Yeah. So that's that's a good tip. I like that one. That's a good one. Um, My tip of the week would be. Um, connect with games, social medias. Um, so if it's Rocket League, if it's Warzone, whatever, whatever game you're playing, most likely 95%, there's going to be like a Facebook group, a Discord, a Twitter group, uh, some type of group, WhatsApp group. I, I still can't believe people use that. All I think of when I hear WhatsApp is a bunch of scammers, um whatever it is there's going to be a social media for it and why i'm saying this as a tip is i have learned a lot from these social media pages on um things i didn't know about the game like uh rocket league for for instance there was an instance uh, where we had a custom message come through i could see it but ben couldn't see it and we were trying to figure out how the hell this was going on well turns out Xbox is not allowed to send custom messages. If they have a a PSSY in the actual name, it means that they're on a console and that they can only send the preset messages. But if they don't have that, they can send a custom message to the group or to the chat, and only the people who don't have the PSSY will be able to see it so that's something i found out just by joining um a rocket league discord which i didn't know um and been trying to figure out
1: that was bugging the shit out of us trying to figure out why we couldn't see it
0: exactly and i was like and i even said that i was like holy shit dude we've been trying to figure this out for like at least two months on why this was happening i was googling it there was nothing even on google about this so it's just a good, just a good tip. I think is to join the socials. You don't have to be active in them. You don't have to be looking at them every day. But if you like get stuck on something or don't can't find the answer on something, those socials are very good because almost every time someone in there is going to have the answer for you. So I I really think those socials are awesome. Um, even our socials. Again, we called it for Warzone. We it's just a good reason to be part of socials for your games that you're playing. Um, Ben, what would be your tip of the week though, for our gamers?
1: So my tip kind of relates to uh, the new job thing is don't be afraid to talk to people uh, about gaming. I mean, random people that you just met no matter their age, because they may just surprise you, um, you know, and, and being a gamer doesn't have the same stigma that it used to have in the past. And I found out that one of the the producers, the guys that writes the policies, who is at least 10 years older than me, is a gamer too. And he was talking about how he's really big into Fortnite. Now they got rid of the building aspect and he plays with this kid who's an attorney who lives in Detroit. And it was just a very, it was a fun conversation that I was not expecting to have with somebody that, you know, dresses in a suit and sells policies for a living. It was it was just surprising and and very neat. So don't be afraid to talk about it.
0: I like that tip. That is a very good one. Um, You know, I'm (laughs) I actually was thinking about that for my tip this week, uh, because I've met a couple people like that as well. Um, There's one dude. Didn't think he was a gamer like at all, just did not come across to me as someone who would like to sit down and play games. Um, and he, uh, I forget how that conversation, oh, I was just like, any plans for the rest of the day? And he was like, yeah, dude, I'm actually gonna go home and I'm gonna play. Uh, Fortnite with my kid and because there's no building we've just absolutely been loving it it's been a lot of fun he's a complete savage at the game he was like he gets like 15 to 18 kills every single game and I'm just over here getting my measly like two or three um and I was like dude that's that's freaking awesome like that's so cool and then there was another dude and he has to be like 80 85 years old um and Uh, same thing. I was like, any plans for the rest of the day? And he was like, he's like, you know, man, um, I just got off work. I'm going to ride the bike for a little bit and then I'm going to go home and I'm going to play GTA five online. And I was like, bro, what the fuck? Like... (laughs) You're like 85 something years old. You're still rocking out fucking GTA five. Okay. All right. I well, like a few years though, man, you know, <laughs> so that that's a really good tip. Yeah. Don't be afraid to just talk about gaming with people and just because you'll be surprised at what you find. Honestly, you really will be surprised. Um, but boys and girls, that does it for level eight of the We Suck at Everything podcast. We hope everyone enjoyed uh, today's level. We hope everyone has an awesome week in the gaming arena. And um, yeah, if you all feel led to donate to the podcast, we truly do appreciate it. All donations go straight to Bettering the Podcast, Bettering the Discord, and um, we're even gonna hopefully be able to soon here get some tournaments with some prizes going on or even some giveaways going on here soon. Um, so we're not pocketing your donation at all. You can even put a message in on your donation if you want to. If it's raunchy and childish, Ben will read it.
1: All the better. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> if it's psychotic, Hannah will read it. If it's clean and crisp, I will read it. And, oh, fuck, I forgot what Heather would read. Heather, what were you read? I forget. Oh, um... Oh, fuck. I don't know. Anything was it just anything else? I don't know. Ben came up with something whimsical whimsical last night. I, don't week, know, I fucking playing. forgot. But anyway, we'll <laughs> read it out loud for you. Uh if it's a shout out to your stream, doesn't matter. Um, as long as you're not a competitor podcast, I ain't gonna read that out loud, no lie. I'm gonna just straight up say that right now. <laughs> um, but we truly do appreciate all donations that you all give to us. We really do. Um, but with that, it does it for level eight. We hope you all have an awesome week in the gaming arena. Have a good one,
3: y'all. Bye.